cliffcentral.com. Hey, you guys, are you having conversations without us? Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. Look who's here. He's actually in studio. Soli Mueng. It's so nice to see you, my friend. And, uh, I'm very happy to be here. You're welcome welcome be here. home, as Pumi said to you just a second ago. It's nice to have you in South Africa. We usually and talk to you online. from the person in the pictures. I know. <laughs> You're much taller. <laughs> Yeah, very, uh, very handsome man. This, and he's and he's dressed immaculately. He's in in the khakis and I know he arrived here in the neutral tones. Mm. I need somebody to cut my hair. Just grab that mic and pull it a little bit closer. Be comfortable. There we go. There we are. Very good. So, Sully, you are here for a number of reasons. I mean, first of all, you shouldn't have to explain why you're here. This is your country. You can go wherever you want. But you're an expert in brand reputation management, let's remind people, part-time lecturer at the EU Business School, as well as a freelance writer and columnist, and a regular favorite on this show, which we're delighted about. Last time he was here, we spoke about his new venture, which is a think tank called the Africa Brand Summit. And uh, you want to give us an update on that quickly? Well, the Africa Brand Summit was, remember there was a government-funded campaign called the Guerrilla Campaign, their words, to destroy it. And uh, so the last time we had a full summit was in 2020. 2021, we didn't, I was limping mm -hmm. away from all the pain. And people were called basically to not support this thing. No, no, they, they, were, were, they were actively the, working yeah, against you to try and cut you off at the knees. Yeah. Did you ever find out why? Um, well, apparently, Brent SA felt that they should be doing what I was doing, but they were not doing what I was doing. So they said, why, apparently, questions were, why is this dude doing this? We should be doing this. I mean, look, the people in the marketing department of Brent SA came to meet me in Cape Town, they, they, including their chief marketing officer at the time. They wanted to work with me. We started working on an mm. MOI, but they, their CEO at the time said, nope, we're not working with this guy. He's going to embarrass Zuma. I, there was a dude called uh, King, King <laughs> you, were gonna embarrass, you were going to embarrass Zuma. Yeah, yeah, so like he couldn't, he couldn't do that himself. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> he was doing it already. <laughs> so they said, we're not working with this he dude. He certainly didn't need your help. And in, in the board, the board, look, when it's, it's, it's important that we say these things. I think the board of Brent SA, for, for, at the time at least, they forgot that they were working for country. They were working for Zuma, for the ANC. For yeah, the, they were captured. You know, they like were captured. Everyone else. They were at the beck and call of politicians. Anybody who, who didn't speak the way they did or who, who, who they felt would, yeah, would, would call out things for what they are would have problems. So I know I'm one of those people. And so apparently the campaign was fun. So when this event was held very successfully in 2018, 2019, uh, everybody said, please bring it to Jobek. And this is where they like took out everything at it. They threw everything at it. And, it was and financially painful for me because people, even people were going to sponsor it. Well, they attacked your business. Yeah, this they is, this business. is like um, cancel culture yeah. and steroids. But it went beyond the brand, the brand summit. I mean, you know, I mean, we've spoken about this before. I really don't want to be the victim because I knew no. when I went into the kitchen that I would be this, sort of, this kind of heat, you know. I mean, even in my own other consulting businesses, you know, people, associates were told, look, if you work with Soli, you're not going to get that, that other one over there. Remove Soli from your website as an associate, and then you'll get this business. This sort of thing. So I we like to say that there's freedom of expression in South Africa, which there is. But what they do, unlike in a place like Egypt, they don't arrest you. What they do is they clip you where you well, earn your living. They damage I your mean, livelihood. That's what they did to me. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure you never had any government business. We certainly haven't. No. I mean, despite well, uh, very cordial relations, we've spoken to a number of departments and government. I'm actively trying to remind them that we're not 
in principle opposed. We want a government that works. Of course. And we will support government with, with media and content, but we've never had any business. Yeah. Never. Well, yeah, I, but, I think, Sully, you also raised something quite fascinating for me about the, the separation of the state from the politicians. Right, yeah. which yeah. over the years, and and I think it it definitely steeped in quite deeply in the Zuma years, but we still have that yeah. problem, yeah. where really there is no line between who is doing what and with whose money, yeah, and for whose benefit. Correct. And now that it is a. Uh, it is the silly season in politics where mm -hmm. everybody is out campaigning. Mm -hmm. We also see a lot of that mm -hmm. kind of being brought to bear just in terms of how campaigning has been done. And very famously, a couple of years ago, you'll remember the Combi Cots story. Yeah. I don't remember the Combi Cots story. You don't know that? Okay, no. so there, there, were, there was a, a politician who was caught on camera mm -hmm. in a um, work <coughs> setting Absolutely lambasting, and now we'll, I will have to remember what her name is, mm. talking about building combi courts and the fact that we want the combi courts so we can campaign oh, yes, for our yes, people. Yes, 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 I remember. Now, vaguely, yes. Absolutely. And yeah. right now, you see a lot of it, right? You see a lot of, mm. of Nasi Spani here in mm. Gauteng mm. with Banyaza Lusofi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, and we're kind of wondering... I Why have you waited five years to put I, in new transformers? But yeah. now that we are about to vote, the transformers are oh, magically here. We know, we know how politicians. I think the other are. problem is with senior civil servants who are second guessing what politicians want. These are hmm. the guys who are deployed into the state institutions. They want. They hope for better deployments in foreign service, in parliament, in other institutions. So they want to do what they think their political matters do. Or sometimes there are direct instructions for people to do certain they're things. I mean, just, they, they're they just a professional service. But, yeah. but it is not unheard of in the world that there is a, a clear line mm -hmm. between the politics mm -hmm. of individuals and the opportunities within the states. This is not unique to South Africa. There are consequences. Look, I live in a country where you don't. There's no such thing. I'm sorry. I, maybe I'm, nobody can say corruption and uh, influences do not happen anywhere in the world, in other places in the world. But it's very brazen, very blatant in South Africa. I mean, it is. We like to talk about South African problems that are really. Some of them are really acutely acute in South Africa. I say, oh, but they exist anywhere in the, in the world. But there are some things that in South Africa that are shocking. I mean, maybe well, in, in the world we mean in Africa or maybe in Russia. Well, well, maybe, not even in China do they tolerate many of the things that happen here. Maybe this is where we should start because I actually asked someone um, on Monday this week, I, I was in a conversation with somebody and I said, how much is, an, is acceptable in, in corruption? Like, because there is going to be some. No, no. no I mean, you, you're an idealist. You're an idealist. What, what, is, what, what, what is the... Um, you know, in retail, they call it shrinkage. Mm. Yeah. They call it shrinkage. Yeah. Right. So what, what's, there's a margin. What's right, an acceptable right. amount point. of corruption? Because if, you know, even in the United States, we know there's a very corrupt political system mm. there. And, and you've got people who, like Senator Dianne Feinstein, who dies and she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And you think, well, she shouldn't be as wealthy as that based on the fact that she was a lifelong politician. Right. And politicians shouldn't be hundreds of millions of dollars worth when they die mm. um 
20% corruption, 30% corruption. A country can slide by on those numbers. It's not acceptable. Nobody wants it. <laughs> we, but we, but, if, but if we, we did we, we did some months ago, we had a, a friend of mine from Japan. Mm. Oh, I think you were away, Gareth, and we spoke about that. I mean, Japan is one of those places where they have had the same governing party since Fontuka. They have admit, I mean, the kind of corruption that was spoken about in Japan, kind of COVID corruption, all of that, yeah. right? But things work. Yeah, that's it. But the trains are on time. I mean, we've seen people kill themselves for having been found, after having been found for having done stuff. Things work. Right. I think one of the things that, that is particularly grating for South Africa and South Africans mm. is when things aren't working. When yeah. you hear yeah. the story of the Gianni Water Project right. and the billions that have been spent there and the fact that they are fighting. And then you holes. see the guy yeah. who was supposed to have done it handing out G Wagons to his friends and and posing for photographs at social events in expensive suits. And he's just a fat cat who's connected to the right people. That upsets me on such a, like if he was delivering the water right. and he was skimming off. No one would give a shit. The problem, the problem with South Africa is that there are no consequences in too many places. So people just do what they, even leaders of this country don't have any moral high ground to speak from. So people just do whatever they do. They know they'll get away with it if they're connected politically. There's not a sense of public good. There's not a sense of where does this country come from what is the pain of this country? What is the journey of this country? Where are we taking this country to? What? Mm. How privileged am I to be in this position to help take this country from no, a certain position to another? It's not about that. It's about how much can I get absolutely. when I'm still in I the mean, system. All of politics, with very few exceptions, we may just meet one of the people who's an exception a little bit later on. We still have to figure him out, but you know, I'm 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 hopeful. The the politician. By nature, I mean, there was, there's almost this idea that if someone wants to be president, that should disqualify them yeah. from the outset because right. those kind of people are power-hungry, narcissistic, egomaniacs. Yeah. yeah, of course. But we do have to, a, a sense of this desperation. Like for some people, politics is their way out of poverty or into tremendous wealth. And we've seen it happen. Yeah. I mean, look at what BEE's done in this country. Yeah. And that's all political connection. Yeah, and they still protect it. They still want to keep it as, as it is. Yeah, and they don't, they don't let anyone else in. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they, they, it's not like this has been broad-based, which are the first two Bs, right? There's no broad-based. It's <laughs> the same people who've rece received the same board member, you know, board of director positions, uh, shares, uh, shareholdings, all these kinds of things. Mm. It's the same people and they're all politically connected. And therefore the rest of the country looks at this and go, okay, goes, okay, well, if I'm going to be really wealthy, if I want to shoot the lights out in South Africa, what I have to do is get myself into that position. Just like you said about the civil servants mm -hmm. who will do whatever they have to, to please their political masters so that they can get some money. That's what they're after. So then in your view, how do we begin to correct this? Because some way it's gone wrong, right? right? So how do we begin to correct this this way of being and move it into a different plane? And this is probably why I'm here. I mean, um, it's a very ambitious. I think that what we have done in South Africa as the people, the civil society in general, over time we have we have placed all the power in the hands of politicians. When you listen to South Africans speak, even ahead of the next elections, people mm -hmm. say, 
you, you hear people asking, what do you think is going to happen? Whom do you think is going to coalesce, align with whom? It's almost like people, South Africans are watching a, a South African movie in which a road was not allocated to them. And I keep asking, but what do you want to do? I think that we need, we yeah. the, the people need to stand up and say, what do we want? All the scenarios that that have been put out there in terms of what could come out of the elections next year do not take into account the possibility of South African citizens standing up to say, what about us? This is what we want. In 1955, ahead of people came together, they created a freedom charter. People still talk about it. Some of its clauses end up, ended up in the constitution. I think it's about time that we coalesce, created a loose network of civil society formations, not politicians, and, and got together to come up with a new charter of demands. What do the people want? So that it's no longer up to politicians to say, vote for us, we'll do this for you, but up to us to say, we'll vote for you if you do this for us. Okay, but, but there, there are two things here then, just out of what Sully said now. So the first one is, we need to participate more meaningfully in our own system, which is a, it's a pummyism. She says this every week. It is. You've been, <laughs> you've been banging this drum since time immemorial. So we have to get involved. We have to understand the processes of our democracy and make ourselves indispensable to them. In other words, you don't get time off as a citizen. And you vote once every four or five years and then you just forget about it. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility continues every day. To monitor. I met two people yesterday who are complaining about like some construction that's happening on the Mm -hmm. East Rand. Mm -hmm. And they're very worried and they're petitioning their local councillor and they're trying to get media involved. That's what you got to do. Right. You have to be an activist in right. your own community and right. then start climbing up the ladder and involving yourself in stuff. So that's mm. our responsibility. But the well, other side, the other side, I just want to finish yeah, yeah. this. other side is we need to see people going to jail. Yes, there's got to like be consequences. We, like I've, I don't know how many times. Let's just build a new prison and yeah. just fill it <laughs> up as quickly as we can. With We, we start a special court. We, we find some retired judges put them on the bench again, pay them a nice little uh, retirement salary. Mm -hmm. And you say to them, you are going to be solely tasked with prosecuting politicians who have stolen money and sending them to this new prison that we'll build. (laughs) You know, I mean, I I am also just thinking about, which is another thing that we've been talking a lot about is the number of people who've opted out of the system, yes. right? We yes. have had yes. we, we have a small announcement. There's a voter registration weekend happening mm-hmm. this weekend. Yes. All the voting stations will be open. You can go to your closest one. You can, if you've got an 18-year-old child, if you've got a cousin, if you've got your brother's dogs, the, you know, the helper's son, daughter, whatever, Get the young people yes. registered to vote because right. this is the problem that we have. More and more young people have opted out yep. of the system. They are Correct. not even interested. So it's not even they're not even mm. showing up to vote because they are simply just going. Yeah, this it's worse. It's worse up. than that. It's worse than that. What I find in South Africa during this particular trip is for me shocking. It, it's a different perspective of from. South Africans are resilient people. It's a resilience that is scaring me because it's almost like a nation that suddenly realized it has a cancer. This cancer is metastasizing. 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 Yes, but it's long. 
<laughs> and 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 they pretend. Then they say to themselves, "It's too big. There's nothing I can do about this thing. I'd rather focus." So people have retreated into bubbles. They live their lives mm. everywhere. They go to restaurants. They meet mm. friends. They have parties. But there's this big monster. They miss the monster is still there. The cancer, the cancer is still growing in the body, and they don't know what to do. They feel powerless, fearful of the cancer. That is what scares me. I think South Africans need to realize it's when they come together that they can change things. I don't believe that what we need is to, to deal with the with the issues of with, that you've mentioned, just get people, these people arrested. Of course, we have to do that, but I think we need a lot more than that. We need to look at systemic, systemic changes that must happen. We need to look at this system that we adopted 30 years ago, these institutions of democracy that we thought would stand between us and hell, and they have failed. They've proven over and over again that they can be weakened and repurposed okay, so, to so separate politicians. What do, you, what do you practically mean? Okay. Because we, we often me have, have – we've that. spoken to you before on the show yeah. a number of times. You have good ideas, but we, we talk about systemic problems, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a cop-out because people go, oh, well, that sounds vague enough that Sully sounds very smart, we should listen to him. But what do you actually mean by that? Well, what, what, I mean, what, what should we reform first? Well, first, first of all, we are into the foreseeable future into a multi-party democracy. You know, I think we should create systems that support that kind of democracy where there's not too much dominance by one party. The drafters of our constitution have placed too much power in the presidency, too much power in the presidency. The SIU, when they suspect a crime happening, they still need to go to the president to ask for a decree. If not, they won't investigate that crime. It's nonsense. There's got to be a separation there. They, the drafters of our constitution never thought of, any, of a time when a Zondo kind of commission would happen and the report would be given to the president of the party as the, as the center of the mess we are in. Madon Sela was very smart when she said to Zuma, you can't be the one to draw the, the terms of reference for this because you are the guy at the, at the center of the problem. I remember there was a big fight over there. Mm. Zondo should have done the same thing. He could have said, but Mr. President, you are the president of the ANC. The ANC is in the middle of this mess. We need to find another way to deal with it. They didn't think about it. So what, what's happened? They give it but to the, to the to is, same is, guys. Is, They're not doing anything about it. But but is, you know, is is that a function of the the failing of individuals within or the failing of tools. I think it tools. is the failing of individuals. If no, Tuli could tools. do it, if Tuli could do it, why could Zondo not? Well, uh, the tools are there. It was extraordinary for for Tuli to do so, and everybody spoke about it. But but, but she was able to justify. It. But the uh, and hence I'm saying to you that the tools exist, and and it is a failing of an individual who is unable to to work the tool for that particular well, I purpose. Don't, I don't, so okay. if Tuli could do it, mm-hmm. if within the law we mm-hmm. have all of these provisions mm-hmm. that allow these things, this is chapter 9 institutions mm-hmm. are supposed to, mm-hmm. within the law, mm-hmm. be able to create these bubbles, mm-hmm. right? If Tuli could do it, mm-hmm. the okay, fact that Zondo did not is a Zondo failing and not uh, a tool failing. No, 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 can I just say, you know, you, you will recall that former Deputy Chief Justice the Hamas once said, there's too much power in the presidency because the the people who drafted our constitution thought everybody would come and be like, Man, like Mandela. And we've seen all the, all the schmucks who've come into that office. So the fact is, 
if you have a system that can be that is open to abuse, you need to, to strengthen <laughs> the checks and balances because you don't know who else is going to come into that system and abuse it. The, the systems that we have have proven over and okay, over again do, that they can be abused. How, how so we, we, cannot, do, we cannot not sorry, have a conversation about them. Let's just, I, but, I don't disagree with you and I don't think Pumi is either, but we all know that it's very easy for politicians and for organs of state and bureaucracies and even offices to gather power unto themselves. Mm -hmm. And they've done, during COVID, for example, there were extraordinary powers right. that government should not have had that were immediately assumed by government and you never get those back. Right. As citizens, you give up your rights to the government once, they're never gonna give them back to you. Yeah. Now the presidency is, as you rightly say, a locus of tremendous authority at the moment and they have perhaps uh, in that office, way too much power in way too many places. And how do you know? How do you abrogate has, that? But also a president who has used all these tools to appropriate more and more course, power yeah. towards himself. Now, now how and do you how do you reverse that? That is an extremely difficult thing to do. Well, I'm having conversations with many people. I'm fortunate to be able to access so a lot of these leaders in the position, including the Inter-Party Pact and Moramiza. Mm. I'm trying to reach out to them to say. Why don't first of all, all of them, as you said, Ayla, want to be president? Is people going to president into, into yes, the space because yeah, they think, I'm going to be the next big hero of South Africa? And I'm saying, why don't you guys come up with something different? Something like I say, okay, you create a pact and you come up with some form of rotational presidency of sorts, which yeah. our constitutional arrangement doesn't currently allow. But you can amend if you come in and you compel you you come up with a compelling campaign to 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 to, to attract those many many South Africans who are, who've opted out of the system. It's not just young people; many people have opted out. You say to them, "We have something interesting to you for you. We have a proposal." No, nobody has is going to be. So you have a president, say my not my lemma, you know, that one. The other ones who are who are a bit more mature, you know, temperamentally. So how do you keep him they, out? Look at Pope Colin. So these guys, and I'm going to shut up now. So they come in a rotation. You say you are president for six months or twelve months, but you just the guy who goes to the UN, but the work is done at the core. We could do that. We could do that. It's doable if people want to do it. And you test the resilience of the system that way because it doesn't really matter yeah, who's yeah. president. You take the away the work. power from yeah. the individual. That's right. what that's what needs to happen. Okay, I like that. Um, we've got a couple of comments here that I just want to get to quickly. So. Uh, Patrick is very cross. So he says in the comments, um, <laughs> uh, he, people want us to vote, but why should we vote if they just talk cuck all the time? Why do you think young people are not interested? Because politicians cause cuck all the time fighting each other. And it, it is about <laughs> like jockeying for office and for power. Look, I think that South Africa is in a very different uh, part of its history where a lot is at stake, a lot needs to happen. I met with Mervyn Kumet, uh, William Kumet, uh, rather, who's, who's you know, the convener of this multi-party chart. Mm. I had a lot of, a very interesting discussion with him. I didn't tell him that I would mention that here, but I like the fact that these guys, to your point, have at some point agreed that on their own, they cannot move the beast. They have to work together. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they have to gang up against the the beast. It's a new thing for them because suddenly we're having conversations about, conversations about it's not about you, Stianhezen, or you, uh, Mashaba, or you, the other person, becoming the president. It's bigger than this is for our country. How do we make this thing and make you feel that you could you contribute to you contribute to, to, to the project without being the one who gets to cut the ribbon because everybody wants to be it the one will to cut the become about that and because and and here's the thing right the way that parliament the legislatures all of those structures 
are supposed to be operating. Mm. Isn't it exactly this way? They have failed. Mm. What they failed to do, I don't know how they're going to do it because they have signed a piece of paper. Mm. What they failed to do, and we see it currently in the municipalities, Mm. is they're failing at the politics of politicking. Right, yeah. they are unable to walk the floors and get other people from other parties mm. onto their side to support whatever whatever initiative, whatever bill they are putting. And the one thing that the ANC has done well, to the detriment of the people, right, is they are able to do that. The reason they are able to horse trade with the EFF. Money. The reason they are able to horse trade with the EFF is because they are willing to go and have a conversation with them outside of the glare of the lights mm. to say, this is what we want to do. You have to vote for us on this. But aspect. it's not for nothing. Let's not be naive. It's not uh, for no, it's position not for nothing. Yeah. It's for positions and money. Yeah. But my point being that the, the Action SA, DA, UDM, IFP, all of those guys, FF, have the same opportunity to go and talk to each other and coalesce right. around whatever yeah. they. Right. This is what they are supposed but to be they're, doing they're every also, day. Okay, but also they're not doing it. We, we have the, bad faith actors here. Like you can't actually sit and have a serious and and and, and meaningful discussion with integrity, mm. where you're dealing with people who are acting in bad faith. They are acting purely in self-interest. Yeah, they don't even necessarily represent the mandate that's given to them by those voters. They are in it for themselves. You're absolutely but, correct. But, uh, right now, so sorry, yeah, sorry, I'll let you. So right now, as they are supposed to be campaigning to people, hmm. to tell them to give them the mandate, mm-hmm. to get the numbers behind them, yeah. they are not spending time doing that. Instead, they are spending time talking to each other, trying to convince each other to agree that they are yeah. going to work together. They are going to protect the little that they have. Instead of being out there getting young people to go and register to vote, all that they have done is they have put up posters and they're hoping that No, but I think they should do both. I think so they should they should talk to each other. Like you say, you know the changes that are needed in this country will not be done. Not there's not a single political party, no matter how charming, how well dressed the leader is, that will win <laughs> and dislodge the who ANC are you on its own. Right Anybody now? who thinks they're charming and good looking and they speak good English. Okay. They need to get their their, their, their like egos and leave them out the door. No, but this is serious. This is about South Africa. This is our South Africa. Hmm. The, people must stop thinking that it's about them, their egos. The political party, I, the civil I society have, movement. I have a potential. Okay. They have to work together, but they also have to go there and say, "We are working together now." It's a different time. They are all trying to get use of a different way of running politics. I, I have a potential solution. We we can keep the systems working. We can reduce the power of the people in those systems, and we can reduce their dependency on the office financially by completely. I mean, we we can decimate the the salaries. If we made who's we uh, the people, if the people of South Africa decided we are not paying the president more than fifty grand a month, and we're not paying, I mean, in our this current president wouldn't right. care less because he doesn't need mm. the money. But most people in political office, if the president's only earning fifty, and your municipal managers only earn thirty, you're not going to get people who are after greed and corruption there. Right. You're going to get people who actually want to serve. It, you don't think that's a Garrett, is that facile? You know, I, I, <laughs> you're going to find I, I other ways of getting the money. Disagree that the, the, our current president doesn't care because he doesn't need the money. I I don't think he needs the money, but I think he wants the money, and it's 
it's what it it is for me it is one of the the biggest Every time I see the decisions that the president is making, when I hear him mm. speak, it is the the single biggest driving force of this particular president mm. is in amassing more and more wealth. You know, he is out there all over the world with the begging bowl. We're back to the kind of fiscal lending that we haven't seen in uh-huh. since before mm-hmm. uh, Nelson Mandela. We're back there. And we are, we, we truly are in, and the levers of power mm. are such that whether we decide to opt out of it or not, they will just simply go yeah. and borrow I more money. The, the, mm, what yeah. we do need is we, in my view, mm-hmm. much more active citizens who care about the country putting their hands up to be in those positions it is because that's that's how you you have to overwhelm the system with people who care more about the country than themselves yeah you're right for me i mean you but you're not taking it far enough citizens have to stand up no doubt about it we have to be counted but how there there are systemic things that have to happen to 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 legally give the citizens the power because right now in the current system politicians go in there and they can show us the middle finger all they want they've done yeah. it over the, over and over again yep. and they will do it again so we need to be able to have buffers that will ensure that first of all parliamentarians report to to people not to political party bosses we've seen how many times even when something is good for the people but not good for a political boss they opt to defend the political boss against the, the broader interests of our people so you're going to send people into that system that is that is so vulnerable to abuse we need to say fine let's send people in there but let's ensure that we, we send it we send them with a mandate hmm. these are the, the the changes that we want to see some of them will be short term others medium term others long term but we want you to go into the system and start working on these things to ensure that we are never abused again as we have been over the past uh, 20 years or so yeah and, and maybe you know on reflection just cutting some salaries right down to the bones isn't going to make a difference because people aren't earning their corrupt money through those salaries they're <laughs> earning their corrupt money through all the tenders and deals that and they do and we must stop dealing with the extremism as heroes and heroines because yeah. they're not Oh, absolutely. And maybe we should in fact, stop standing up when they come into rooms. In that this is what I was thinking the other day. So, so often you'll go to places around town in Johannesburg, Cape Town, Durban, you'll see people spending money, being flashy with their money. And very often these people are not uh, self-made entrepreneurs. These are people who are tenderpreneurs or yeah. they're related to someone in yeah. power or something like that. Perhaps what we should do is start making their lives uncomfortable. Shame them. In a social way. Yeah. And and actually refusing to to in any way include these people in society. Yeah. It must be impossible for them to spend their ill-gotten gains yeah. in sophisticated and decent society. Right. Yeah. And and that that's a real way to hurt people who are actually just looking for social acceptance. They would prefer that to to being rich. And yeah. if we deny them that, mm-hmm. perhaps that'll filter back into the system. I don't know. It's a it's a long vision that that's a long goal. It's maybe it's completely uh, imperfect well it's possible if people unite for now in the same way that there's a whole fragmentation 
they say archipelization in the political side, mm. on the on the social civil society side. This is the same thing. Many civil society movements, individuals doing amazing things, but they're all running in their own silos. At some point, mm. we need to find a way to coalesce, to converge as a people, and we'll we'll disagree on, on some things, agree on some. Build a basket of things that are non-negotiable to build the country that we are, that we must be. All right. So I want to ask you both something because you're now in the country, so you've seen the posters. Pumi referred to them. So I see SARA, the South African Rainbow Alliance, which is Colleen Makobele, right. formerly of COPE. She's running. It seems to have a lot of posters up. Yeah. I've seen them in Pretoria and Johannesburg. Where's she getting the money from? Angas. But <laughs> but fine. You know, wherever she's getting the money yeah, from. Yeah, but it's a coalition. It's a coalition uh, fine. Of, of smaller parties. Maybe they have pooled I'm, together I'm the less money worried. they get I'm from I'm less the worried IEC. about the money. But I see Rise Mzansi. You which must is, be worried about the money. Well, yeah, we get to that. But I see Rise Mzansi, which mm-hmm. is um Zibi. Right. I see Sara, which is Colleen Makubele. Mm-hmm. Um, who else are we seeing? I don't see any other. Is my money out there on posters? I don't see my money on posters. Uh-huh. I don't see Herman. Herman is all over the place. Does they, it matter? Do you though? think? Do, you do think the they... posters matter? No. So but here, I... here is your opportunity yeah. because you are the brand yeah. guy. They do matter. Visibility does matter. I mean, people tend to go to navigate towards brands they are familiar with mentally. Oh, I've seen that. I can. If you go going to Google. You want to buy something, you see several several brands. Something that you're familiar with means it's there, it stays, it's solid. So you tend to go towards it generally. But is the poster the right one? I'll tell you, I don't, I've, I've not seen a single damn poster of Panyaza uh, Lusufi, but I can't get away from the man. Every, every, every time I'm on any kind of platform, mm. any kind of the socials, mm-hmm. he is right there. He is, every, he is. Right there, yeah, he is but everywhere. He the, is that not the way to be spending well, the money? Has, is that he, not the way people are spending he, their money? People who are in, in the ANC have access to public resources. Okay, the president can speak. <laughs> you don't know whether he speaks as president of the ANC or yeah. the president of South Africa. Panyaza can do the Good same point. thing. So they have more resources than other people. They have more opportunities to appear out there to speak to address issues at our expense, even in favor of their political party, than yeah. other people don't. No, but I'm just talking to the point that Gareth is making about mm. all of the posters that you are seeing, that money is being spent. Right. Is that money, as, as a brand person, oh. as a marketer, my, my, are they spending that money okay. wisely, my putting answer, it okay. on a Let me give you a short, a short answer is, the posters alone are not enough, but it's good to have them. It's good to have the presence, but it's not enough to just re- rely on on the presence of posters. I wish they were saying you, something. You need to engage. Mm. No, you do need to engage. You well, need to go out there. Uh, this is another thing is what are they saying? Because they're not <laughs> yeah. telling us anything. They're saying, you know, <laughs> Rise and Sanzi, got a logo. And, and a lot yeah. of them look like they were generated by AI. They're completely generic and, and, and trying to be everything to everybody. So it's, it's five got, primary colors. It's got all the yeah. It's exactly. It's so yeah. predictable. It's been yeah. put through an AI engine without a doubt. And to me, this is a there's a lack of attention to detail. Look, what's so, the message? Let me tell you something. We're not talking about funding, and you know, funding is really important. If you have funds, especially including in South Africa, especially in South Africa, you can mm-hmm. go further. You can grow your footprint, your visibility all over the place. Now, yeah. big business in South Africa is behind the ANC led by Rama Ramaphosa. They announced it. He's They're the incumbent. Mm-hmm. So, and I, have, I was at, at a workshop in 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 Stellenbosch a few weeks, two weeks ago. People were talking about that's how, where the money is. But people, but let me tell you, there were about thirty people in that room. They were talking about how to get more young, more people to register to vote and to vote and to educate them. 
and they, but they were not prepared to talk about what else, what then? How do we ensure people, how do we get people to talk about what kind of South Africa they want? Because that's the hard people, work. People said, people said, if I start getting into that conversation, my funders will pull the money. I was shocked. Really? Why do yes. you think that is? Because they don't want to upset this, this, the, the, the political status. So they say, we're, not, we're happy to fund something that puts, that gets more people to vote, to educate them about how to, to vote. But are they but what, don't secretly talk about, hoping that it stays uh, yeah, the way it is? Absolutely. We've absolutely. spoken about this, though. So the, the, look, we've spoken about this on the show. Mm. That there, are, there is definitely a push to support Cyril Ramaphosa yes. and to support the incumbent. He yes. is the incumbent, yes. guys. And there are many people making lots of money yeah. yes. in the chaos mm-hmm. that yes. is the wake of the ANC. For those people, it is, it, hell, why so, change somebody, the status quo? For me, those people, why change the status quo? Put me, somebody if you are me. Discovery, all the money you're making out of medical yeah, aids, yeah. if you are NetCare, all the money you're making from private health care, why would you want to support somebody yeah, that is right, going to fix right. the public sector health care? Yeah, why said, would you do that? Somebody said to me, I, if load shedding goes away, it's going to hurt our business. <laughs> okay. What business is that? I want, I want so although, uh, and, frightening. <laughs> and, you know, a couple of months ago, um, we a colleague and myself spent some time in Washington and which is the capital of the world, the political <laughs> capital of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the things that that I learned there and, and got to understand quite integrally mm-hmm. is is about supporting the incumbent, right? Because the incumbent, you talk to how much the ANC has access to government money and so they have a bigger share of voice, blah, blah, blah they have much more opportunity of retaining their seat, right? So the smart money Mm. backs the incumbent. Yeah, of course. In an environment like South Africa, though, where there is so much opportunity to disrupt the status quo, simply by because the incumbent has failed on so many levels mm. for so long and we are at an at an opportune time to absolutely disrupt that i unfortunately as a brand person myself and a marketer see a a lack of will from the <laughs> you know so yeah. from all of the competitors as yeah. it were a lack of will to win yeah. They're not telling us anything. So you see a Sarah poster. They're not telling us anything apart from the fact that they have Colleen Makubele's face plastered yeah. there, right? So if you don't know who she is, you have no reason to kind of find out mean? a little bit more about anything. that. Yeah. If they are not telling us what they stand for, mm-hmm. then you, you're kind of going... Yeah, why am I giving you my vote? Who I don't cares? know what you stand for. The two people who are telling us what they stand for very loudly all the time, whether you agree with it or not, is the EFF mm-hmm. and it is the ANC. Yes. All the other people are telling us is they are anti-ANC. Yeah, yeah. I think, that's, I a think big, that's a big problem. Yeah, I mean, it's the same conversation. Look, the con- at some point we need to elevate the conversation to what do you think the people of this country want? We know what politicians want. It's more of the, They're going to go into the system. That's what scares me. We know what the people of, of this country want. The people of this really, country yeah. want, we yes, to young people well. want jobs. 
Young people want jobs and they want living wages. What the people of this country want is they want a country that works. They want to feel safe and secure, and they want to be able to go about their lives. But they also want probably equality before the law. Right now, we are at some kind of a whaling animal farm. Surely some you go and sp- steal an omo edo near a speak and pay, and you don't have money for bail, you're going to rot, you go to, you're going to rot in there. How many people have stolen you wouldn't from need us to steal. You wouldn't need protected? to steal an omo if you had a good job that paid you well. No, but the point that it happens, people do steal loaves of bread and almost and stuff every day in this country. And they, if they don't have money for bail, they rot in jail. People have stolen millions, millions that could have helped this country recover from so many ills of the past and of the present, and then they're still being protected. Zuma has still not been charged for state capture, as a matter of fact. He's at the no center of that project. No one has. He has not been charged. <laughs> where, where are those guys who are Matella Coco? Some of them, they get invited on these platforms. They, you know what I'm saying? It makes me mad that we give them the platform. Where is Batohi? Is, is she still earning a salary? Who, who appointed that woman? I mean, yeah. surely... Right. If, if President Cyril the more she speaks, the more she, the more she appears like she's a politician. Yeah, I listen. <laughs> Making promises that she never did. About, so she must just go. Beating a drum. We've been beating that one with Shamila Batoy for ages. Yeah, you're not going to get pushback from here. All right, so let's <laughs> okay. just talk quickly about about what ordinary citizens can do because I I do get frustrated, and I know you guys, you know, who are listening, and, and Pumi and, and Solly, you guys too. Um, what when you say people must get involved, what do you mean? Must they actually stand for political office? Because people yes. have jobs, they have children, they have expenses, they have things to do. They don't have time to campaign. Or do we just have to make time out of nothing? What do you mean? What must we get on our local municipality, our local city council? There, what must we do? There, there, there are plenty of ways of being more active. Like I said, I've, I've said this before, there's numbers to begin with, right? Yeah. If each one of us listening to the show here today yes. were to convince five people to vote along with us in a particular way, you have moved the dial. If you have a million people convincing five people each, you've got five million people voting for a particular yeah. way. So helping your organization that you believe in to Win sure. is being part of the solution. Where you have the capacity, if you have 10 rand, 100 rand, 1,000 rand, then donate to a party that you believe in. They need the money. They need the funds to be able to campaign, to be able to run their offices, to be able to do the, all of the things that you are not willing to do. If you have um, the skill whether it is a town planning skill, whether it is an engineering skill, whether it is a administrative skill, mm-hmm. give your time. Give your time to an organization that you believe has the opportunity to shift the dial in whatever direction you wanted to shift the dial. But really and truly, you will not have that job. You will not have those. You you will not have the nice house. You will not have the dog to look after. Or your kids will have no future if we don't all stand up and do something now. Yeah, I think there are all those practical things that you've just mentioned, which I entirely agree with. That must happen. But I think there's also 
we have elections coming up. We have to find a way to put conditions to these people contesting elections. All right, so year. What do we want? For instance, on the 28th of November this year, unfortunately, I won't be here. I've seen somewhere that the inter-party group, mm. uh, multi-party charter, is inviting civil society to meet with it somewhere in Johannesburg. Right. I'm afraid that people are going to go there and listen to these politicians without prepared, without being prepared to about what they want to say to them. I would, I would urge people who go to meet these people to go there prepared with with a plan. With a plan, we will support you. This is if you do this X Y Z, and hold if them you, to and it. If you promise, so then sign up for if this. If you promise to do this and you sign up, almost sign sign a pledge. Yeah. These are the things that we want you to do, and we will and we will support you. Okay. It's not about you telling us what you're going to do. It's about us saying... When is this? this is the 28th of November? This, 28th of November. Somewhere in Johannesburg. I'll, I'll share. I saw the invitation. Yeah, somewhere I'll share it with you. So people must be, must be prepared when they go to those interactions so that it's not politicians talking down at the people, but the people going there with readiness about what they want to see emerge next year. Um, I heard somebody say, uh, again, I can't recall who it was this week. You know, we do... Um, we do like a, 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 the Zuma years, they call it now. When, when you're in medicine, you have to go and work for the state for a year. You have to get that time in. You have to, it's almost like a, a, a service that you deliver right. to the state. Right. And we do this with, um, with very few other occupations. And this is the problem. Like if you're an accountant or an auditor, maybe instead of doing your articles, you also have to do a year or perhaps it's that year. And you go into a municipality and you deal with one client. Mm. And so we have constant fresh blood coming in right. to clean out the system of all those, those corrupt practices. So you have someone come in who's a, an ambitious, newly qualified accountant or auditor. And they go into the, I don't know, the Bloemfontein municipality, Mangaung. And they, they get given just some small project, mm -hmm. which is then almost ring-fenced so right. that it can't be fiddled with mm -hmm. by whoever's in charge. And these are just the numbers. Right. And here it is. This is your, your social service that you deliver to the country as your year of kind of becoming part of the future of South Africa in that profession. And the KPIs must, must be clear. Yeah. Don't, you, don't you think there's a possibility that that could be useful too? And it would also mm. get the young people who are going mm. to be the leaders of the future mm. conscientized mm. into how government works. Yeah. Or again, is that just pie in the sky? I think at a high level, we need, all of that is correct. I totally agree. But at a high level, we also this country has not had a leader for many years who is able to stand up above the fray and talk to all South Africans across the board and say, guys, mm. this is who we are. This is where we're going. Mandela was able to do that. Nobody else has been able mm. to do that. I think the people of this country, look at how they've been calling Siakulisi to become president. Because, so, people wow, are calling for you. Look at how people in the comment section <laughs> are saying, Soli Moeng for president. So, so just be careful. Uh, don't uh, knock uh, it. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but we do that in South Africa. When somebody says something, we're like, yeah, you got to yeah, be president. got to be president. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. I think that this country needs somebody who can rally the people across and not refer to just one group as his or her people. Mm. We need a, people, a, a president who doesn't re respond to the political party in order to be the president that he or she must be. That's what we need. We are a complex country. People can cite uh, uh, Singapore or Rwanda all they want. South Africa is a super complex country. And if you don't have the, 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 the moral or the, the, the emotional intelligence and the, the maturity, the vision, the balance, the empathy 
to lead a country as complex and as pained as this country, mm. you cannot be. If you if you blow your fuse too quickly because somebody <laughs> disagrees with you, you suddenly want to punch people in on international forums. You can't leave this country. You need to see and see a doctor and sort out your, under, your unresolved childhood issues before you can lead a country <laughs> as this one. Fitzal, on the yeah. one hand, you say we need this kind of a leader, and on no. the other. On the other hand, you say all of these people want to be a president. Maybe the reason all of these people want to be the president is because they are saying, I have what it takes to be this. I have what it takes to be hmm. this. And that's what they, that in their minds, they may not be telling us why they believe that that is. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, you then also say you want to chastise them for doing that. And then you're saying, well, we need this kind of well, a leader. We need to be clear about what we want and what we don't want. Okay. I mean, they may want to be president. Many people want to be president, but we see this kind of things and how this respond to issues in the public. Some of them have already long disqualified themselves to lead a country such as South Africa by the way they conduct themselves in public. I'm sorry. We should be able to look the beast in the eye and call them out for what they are. This country needs somebody who is emotionally mature. I don't care whether they are gay, lesbian, Indian, color, it doesn't matter. They respect the, 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 the complex diversity, beauty, the potential that, that lies in who we are as a country. And respect that. No matter how angry or tempted they get, this country belongs to all South Africans. It's it's not negotiable. It should never be negotiable. The minute you go in, in there, you're going to divide our people. You're going to mess out up. This is where we are at. It's painful. We should not anymore have a world where the winners take all, zero-sum games. Okay? You, you can build your throne but with bayonets. But we don't have a winner-takes-all no, environment. Do. We do. Many South Africans are made to feel they don't belong because of you don't look this way, you don't look this way. We should stop that. We should stop that. We should build a country for everybody. We should make every South African, every child, South, South, South African child feel they can be present, irrespective of whom they sleep with, how they pray, what they look like. We don't. We've created an environment and we've normalized it where some are belong more than others. It's nonsense. And we shouldn't have leaders who, who make that feel even more normal. Because we live in a country where a lie many times repeated seems like truth to many people. But we don't have an environment where it's a winner takes all. That's why we have a we we have proportional representation. We need to be rallied. It's not proportional representation absolutely means that the winner does not take all. The reason we are able to have a conversation about the fact that going into 2024 there is a very real reality that the ANC will be whittled down beyond below. Uh, 50% is because there is no first across the line because we have got proportional representation. So what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I, I'd like to let refer... Me, me okay. okay, I'd just like to refer to something that, that okay. maybe hints at what Pumi's talking about here because mm-hmm. this is important. So there was a there was a, an interesting thing that the Daily Maverick published mm-hmm. um, and I've been slightly disappointed in the Daily Maverick myself in the last couple of years, but let's put that aside. They looked at, for example... They asked a couple of questions. They've they've done some polling, and this is useful information. You mm-hmm. might not like their political angle on things, but this is useful. Mm-hmm. What word or phrase describes how you feel about South Africa right now? Mm-hmm. The biggest word was disappointed. Mm-hmm. The next biggest were corruption, worried, hopeless, sad, mm-hmm. um, confused, frustrated, hopeless, angry, disaster, ashamed, tired. None of these are good words, right? No. There are a couple of good words here that there's, there's, a, there's good, which came up, but very, very small. Uh, there's developing, 
there's positive, mm -hmm. there's uh, concern. Is this a word cloud? Yeah, it's a word cloud. Then you've got, give an example of something that is going wrong. Mm -hmm. And they immediately, the load shedding is the biggest part of that. Oh. Then unemployment, then corruption, then crime, then inflation, economy, water supply, food prices. These are all very practical things. They're sure. not ideological things. Sure. South Africans, again, to go back to something that has come up on the show a million times, the IRR years ago did this survey where they tried to figure out what the biggest issues are that affect and, and, and torture South Africans. Mm. None of them were ideological things like race identity, land, mm. religion, politics. They don't care about that. Ordinary South Africans are interested in load shedding, unemployment, inflation, economy, mm. service delivery, crime, corruption, infrastructure, food prices. They want uh, a country that works. They want That's a country that works. They it, just want practical leadership. Yeah, they, want, they want bureaucrats who will get things done that yes. they'll never know the names of. Yes. That's I, what I they totally want. Agree with that. They don't want leaders. Yeah. They want people who can get shit done. Yeah. And then give an example of something that is going right. So this is an interesting word cloud too because you have to dig deep to find something that's going right. Mm. And what the general consensus was here is more job opportunities. Mm. So people are seeing that. They mean the private sector. Right. They don't mean government. Lots of people saying nothing. Nothing is going right. That's scary. Yeah, that's quite scary. Education, some people. Very small number, but some. SRD grant. Mm. So that is going right for some people because mm. it's keeping them out of abject poverty. It's not exactly lifting their living mm. standards, mm. but it's keeping them out of Safety abject. Safety issues, corruption, not mentioned. Uh, economy, BRICS, that's interesting. BRICS comes up. Sport is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Justice system, some people said. Mm -hmm. Reduced crime, some said. COVID recovery, some mm. said. But those are the big words. Yeah. Now, Look, I think that's that's pretty scary. And then they, they also in the same study published this um, – Three polls that have recently come out show that ANC support is falling off a cliff at the moment. Good. I'm sorry. Are we happy about that? No, are we happy you're allowed to express your opinion? You think that's great? I'm happy. I think it should. 30 years too much. We've given them too much. They, they can't say they, they haven't had enough time to try. They, they met. The solutions that this country needs in order to get out of the run will not come from the African National Congress. It won't. There's a whole... Uh, uh, there's, there is an old animal with in, in, ingrained cultures. There's not one man who can come up there and change that. Old so dog, no new tricks. We didn't sign up for the new democracy so that we can be governed by the same people for to for forever. We need to test this system that we can have a different lot of people who run this country. Of course, all of those things are mentioned, those, those practical things need to happen. But the things, the, if the system has proven to be to be uh, vulnerable so what would, to abuse what would be, so that those things Sally, don't happen, then we need to look at this system. I, do, I don't think you're going to find a lot of uh, counter-arguments that people are desperate for the ANC to reclaim South Africa. I mean, I think that, Pumi, you feel the same way and, and these polls seem to indicate ANC support is falling. Do you think the ideal outcome is for that to fall to somewhere in the 40s? I think the ideal limit would be for it to fall to a point where it never gets to decide on its own. We're going to give so much money to 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 Cuba. We're going to do this without consultation. That's, they have to be placed in a position where they have to negotiate in a multi-party forum for things to happen. Right now, they can make and they have made lots so of decisions. As, as low as possible. Even through COVID. So the best yeah. outcome for you yeah. in the election as low be, as possible. As low as possible. We've given them too much power. We need to take that power away because that power has made them believe they own South Africa and they don't own South Africa. We need to keep reminding them that this country does not belong to them.
What do you think the best outcome is in this election? If we um, if we could wave wave Pumi's magic wand, a magic wand, your magic wand, a lightning scenario mm. is a completely new crop of people with new ideas. Yeah, how how doable in the amount of time we have left is that? If we look at what's happened on the continent over the past two years with the cycle of uh, elections, mm -hmm. it is possible. It is possible because we do have a youth dividend. We have got many people. We've got more people who have not shown up to vote for anybody mm -hmm. than people who showed up to vote for all of them collectively. <laughs> right? So that's let's a, just let's that's start incredible. There. Isn't that incredible? And, and what that means wow. is it means that when we don't have individuals who can fire up the collective imagination mm -hmm. of South Africans yeah. about what is possible, mm. then you don't have people showing up to be part of that. So what we don't have, and I, I see comments here about whether people like the EFF and the ANC are telling us anything, whether they are posters or whatever. Yeah. And, and I think that we have to be unemotional mm. about what we see. Emotionally mature, like Sally said. What, what we see, and, and understand me when I say you don't have to agree with it, but what the EFF categorically says all the time is they are clear about expropriation. Yeah. They are we clear know about... What, we know what we, some of their poly, policy positions we are. Don't we don't have that about to some of agree yeah. with them. Right. We don't have to even yes. think that they are remotely in the realm of possibility. Yes. But they are consistent about those things. Mm. And they are loud about those mm. things. Right? Yeah. Where you try to be everything to everybody, you, end up being you nothing. become nothing. We're going to have to stop but, at that point. We're going to have to call it quits. We're ready at eight o'clock. Solly, last word. Yeah, in the end, election the elections are not just for the ANC to lose. It's for somebody else to lose to win. It is for them to want to win it. Right. And what we don't see is we don't whether it is a song as or and and you know I mean is I think he's trying. Song yeah. as is trying. Well, he's he's got a, sure. in, a he's trying with the new message. We when we saw um, cope come out, they mm. came out and they had mm. a particular position. Right. NFP you spoke about right. came out and had a particular right. position. But where we are having a, a bunch of individuals coming together to say right. we are anti this, people don't vote anti. All right, people so vote for something, not against. South Africans must stand up, play their part. Each one of us has something to do in a little corner. Wake up. It's not just about politicians sorting out your issues, our issues. We need to play our part. Go and follow Solly on social media if you aren't already, and you can hear more of this stuff. And thank you for coming in this morning. It's always lovely to see you. It's, it's even better to see so you in person. It's delightful for me to be here. Thank you. Thank you. For Very me, good. Absolutely lovely to see you. Solly Moeng. It is uh, 8 o'clock. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com. Coming up, Chris Pappas, the uh, mayor of the Umgeni local municipality, the DA's candidate for premiership of KZN in the 2024 election. And one of those people Pumi's talking about young people who are standing up and being counted and actually taking responsibility for important things in society. So we're very excited to have him on the show next.